welcome to the Flow T Cast for episode fuck forty three. Jesus Christ, we're almost on Is that fofo -fo bulldogs. You know what I'm saying? My motherfucking pet. Shout out Lil Wayne. That's a good song. Anyway. Hold on, I I, I want to mention this. So I feel like people have mentioned that I like always say that I'm working all the time or whatever. So I'm not even going to introduce myself today. But with that oh, being it's definitely said, I episode like... forty two. I'm an idiot. Well, okay. <laughs> There you go. No, but I feel like every single episode you always have, you're always like, yeah, it's episode whatever. We're almost at the next one. I'm like, stop thinking ahead, man. We're, we're just Bro, now at this do you point. really want to think ahead, though? It's April 20th, right? Shout out 420. Hey. Oh, bro, it's 42 on 420. Let's get it. Oh, that. Wow. We could have <laughs> planned that accidentally any better yeah but speaking of may 3rd is our one year anniversary of actually consistently doing the podcast so that's pretty hype that is hype that is that that's very hype so scott for real how you doing man i'm good man i'm good uh had a rough couple days uh especially yesterday um i I'm not one that like is ever affected by side effects or whatever you know it's like side effects may include it i don't pay attention to it and one of the side effects of that Rona shot that I got was like extreme drowsiness. And I've never felt that before in my life until yesterday. Like I couldn't function, bro. I'm like, no, nah, this is it. I'm going to bed all day, but I'm feeling good now. Um, and feeling even better because, you know, doing my part and uh, I'm here to talk about some Pokemans. Oh yeah, dog last weekend. So for those who don't know, Alabama has kind of opened things up a little bit. Uh, we did, this was shout out to us here. Our local card shop let us like, they undid the mask law or whatever ethics aside. We did not participate in not wearing our masks. The Pokemon people, I noticed this. There was like some D and D players, like on the other side of the store doing their thing. They didn't have their masks on. So go fuck themselves. But every, there was like six of us playing Pokemon, on Sunday, or maybe a little bit more, but we all had our masks on, and we were all very safe and precautious about it. So shout out to shout out to the Huntsville people for holding it down. But it was awesome to have unofficial locals again, and uh, yeah, that was fun. How'd that go? Uh, it went really so. Uh, it went really really good. Uh, Maxlow couldn't show up um, because we scheduled the first one for one because, you know, we didn't take into account everybody's scheduling. Um, but Max Lowe couldn't show up uh, for the actual tournament, but six people did, including a friend of the channel, uh, shout out Justin, um, who ended up winning the whole thing um, with uh, Rillaboom, Rillaboom Mewtwo um, after, honestly, the funnest set of, uh, it came down to me and him, right? And then the funnest set of Pokemon that I've played in a long, long time uh, against him. Like, it was back and forth the whole time. Uh, he came out on top, though, so congratulations. Um, uh, and it was just nice to play, man. I mean, it kind of hyped me up. I really don't like playing online, the grinding online, at least. I like playing online for fun, but tournaments and things like that, I just can't get behind. I just don't have the same oomph, you know? And then, but to have real cards in my hand and to talk to my opponent and just have a good time again, it was, it brought back everything I love about this game. So, um, it was really, really awesome. Yeah. I, I hate that I didn't get to sh show up at the right time. Funny story about that is, uh, I wouldn't have shown up on time, but I would have been a little bit earlier, um, because I thought I got off at three, like normal, and it was actually two. And I'm sure y'all probably would have, like, 
push back for like 30 minutes just so I could well, show we, we ended up pushing back anyhow um, just because unbeknownst to us because we don't do our research I'm not the only one guys um, the store doesn't open till one so we got there at opening and then everybody you know we haven't played in a while so like people needed sleeves and you know they're getting the store set up so like it's always slow moving at the beginning so honestly if you would have showed up at you know three or you know 245 or whatever you probably would have been there for round one especially if you would have texted us and was like i'm on the way boys yeah yeah so but i like but i still showed up because i wanted to see some people i haven't seen in a while and it was it was nice it was nice to get back to like play some real cards safely if you hear this 100%. we were we were 100 percent safe and uh got an image to keep here <laughs> and but, we played some good games me yeah and you, so. yeah we did we played some good games it was it was nice i'm coming back though i'm gonna actually be there for the tournament playing uh the saucies but that's just local shit all right there's a, still a bunch of online tournaments and one that i want to shout out always because it's you know under my name the glenwood challenge zach roy mr senior doom aka mellow magic carps and azul's homie from the carps and rats oh i was supposed to play this guy. uh finished in first place with victini Scorch. also that little whisper i'm in the middle of phase two of hexter right now so uh, <laughs> you're gonna hear me be like ah oh, fuck but uh played victini Scorch and scott i wanted you to take away a little bit gather yourself on the list it's super cool because it's that victini vmax plus the center scorch so like if you go first you can set up the victini vmax if you go second you can set a volcanian and go for uh 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 center scorch yeah let me uh let me actually pull up the list i had it pulled up and then decided that other things on the internet were were more important so let me let me get to the list here while you're setting up for your next game. Um, wow, there is a lot of tournaments. Shout out to the amount of tournaments there are. All right. So here we go. So we've got 2-2. Two, two, a 1-1 one, one split of the Victini. I wonder if there was a reason for that. Um, I mean... Shout out to him. I, I guess like this is this is actually pretty cool. I was wondering when somebody uh, would throw Senna Scorch in a Victini list because um, that's how I thought it would go. Um, like somebody throw like a one one or a two one line into it just to deal with a GX decks. Um, this is actually probably as close to the best of both worlds as you could ever get. I uh, I like it. I'm not a real big fan of the one escape rope. Um, or the one incense i'd probably i would probably have run like two incense instead but um he won so obviously he knows something that i don't know uh, but i'm really curious as to what the one one split for victini v is for like like going oh the victim the little victini v guy is pretty cool because like uh not the not the spreading flames one but like it's an efficient attack for 120 bro i'm drawing all the energy <laughs> Uh, it's an efficient attack for 120 or so. And to, like, on a basic, or V Pokemon or basic Pokemon. Well, you disc, not on anything, because you discard the energies and, um, 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. I guess, I guess I just, I mean, and he's playing two Volcanian, right? So he's got the whole setup there. So I guess that's not terrible, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, you have to set up with 15 EV, you know, like you have to spread in flames. Otherwise, what are you doing with the deck? Uh, so I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Uh, shout out to him and shout out to uh, everybody that played in the Glenwood Challenge. Yeah, for sure. We had 60 something, 66 people. Uh, it wasn't a free entry. So like the 210 people or whatever from the week before like i get it it wasn't free <laughs> but it was still cool to have that many people show up for sure it's nice to see that adp made it to the finals though i'm not gonna lie to you i've been wondering where that deck has been look listen i understand and i know that people hate it but like my biggest argument was guys it's not the big of a deal it's not winning like it's it's still not winning. Like it can steal games, but it's still not winning. And he almost Andrew was over here, like almost, almost proving me wrong. So uh, cool that it made it to the finals. It's been a while since ADP, you know, was up there consistently, and uh, even better that it got knocked down. Um, no, no shade to Andrew, but um, still ADP. I play the deck a lot when I want to guarantee that I'm going to win some games, but. Uh, I understand that I'm only playing it to cheese cheese the game. So, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> I do not enjoy my life when I play uh, ADP. Honestly, <laughs> like, like, we're being real. I do, I do not enjoy ADP like that. So, but it is cool to uh, see it like get some kind of love, I guess. Like, especially if you're in the Glenwood Challenge. I mean, come on, it's dope. You're in the Glenwood Challenge, bro. Just play what you want. For real, for real. Also, there was some other on the deck too much. There were some other cool decks from that um that series. I can't remember which one of them was. Nah, it was Luke Metal Show. Never mind. That one was lame. Y'all lame. Don't play Luke Metal. Luke Metal's for for lames, bro. Look, if you're playing Luke Metal now, I feel like you got some brass ones, bro. Like the deck has everybody's got answers to it now. Like I feel like if you're playing Luke Metal now, you definitely are at least somewhat skilled. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. That's true. You know, or we're we're pumping we're pumping Josh Sutherland's tires. Shout out to him, the Luke Metal God. I guess he calls himself. I mean, hey, hey, when you go look, the dude made a straight U-turn. All right, he was like Blacephal hard on Blacephalon, like I was. Like Blacephalon GX was our deck, bro. Like both me and him, and I didn't even know him at the point at that time, right? Because if I did, I would have called him trash because nobody else that played that deck was better than me, right? But anyhow, like we were like both hard on that. And then he said, Oh, straight U turn. I'm going to play the complete opposite style of deck. Like, I don't need to attack. I don't need to hit big numbers. I just need to play super defense. So there was no in between for him. He just said, Super offensive, super defensive. So uh, if you make that that big of a U turn, bro, that's like, it's like Michael Jordan playing baseball style, except for he actually did something. <laughs> He didn't really, yeah. Michael Jordan didn't play baseball. <laughs> like he did play baseball, but like he didn't play baseball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if Tiger Woods just picked up a hockey stick, but actually did good at the game. You know, like that's what Josh Sutherland's doing. Right? Bro, do you remember those commercials? I don't know if you do, but I think about these commercials all the time. It's uh, like an e old ESPN commercial back when hockey was in on ESPN. And they would like take like Brian Urlacher, the football player, and like uh, 
What's the other guy? Uh, Brian Erlacher and Michael Vick. They were on the Colorado Avalanche playing hockey. And then it was like Randy Johnson was bowling, the baseball pitcher. <laughs> it was just so funny. What? It's an old Yo, What's funny about that is Randy Johnson is actually an incredible bowler. Yeah, he, uh, he bowled in the, the I forget what they call it, but the charity event thing that they do where they have like a whole bunch of celebrities and stuff bowl with professional bowlers. It's like an open, like a team event. And uh, he is not terrible. Um, not I, as a matter of fact, like he gave Norm Duke uh, a scare actually in one one of the years. So uh, shout out to him, bro. That's that's hot. <laughs> I didn't know that, but he looks like a bowler, bro. He looks like he one. does. I mean, <laughs> and the dude, obviously, if you're a pitcher, right, you know how to control your arm movement. So I I would think that that kind of gives him the upper hand when he's learning bowling it's it's very similar of a movement just down instead of up so yeah for sure for sure but uh there wasn't the only tournament that happened this past there was a bunch of them of course we always have a shit ton of tournaments it was the gg tour 1k happened it was huge it was massive it was the biggest tournament in a long time well, it was one of the biggest tournaments but it had a big prize pool and the winner of that tournament was none other than, you can also check out my YouTube video for it, Israel Sosa. What a god. The goat. What a legend. The absolute legend of the game. I called him, what did I call him? A wily veteran. The guy is an absolute mammoth of a player. We love Israel Sosa here. 100% always. And uh, it was good to see him on the uh, the good old board taking dubs, man. It was good to see it. Yo, this top 16 is stacked AF, bro. Holy cow. Like, just the names that are recognized, because screen names are crazy, but just the names that are recognized. You got Pedro Torres, right? You got Liam Kidd, Josh Sutherland. You got uh, Sosa. Like, and it's very different decks across the board. Like, that insane. And I'm sorry. Oh, and... Eric, is this the Eric that I think it is? Uh, Eric. Eric who? I don't know. Eric B. Uh, not from Rare Candy, that... no. No, that's not him. Why does that look familiar, though? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I have to. I have to see the name. I don't know. Anyhow, great run, regardless. Eric. Eric B. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I might have actually played against this guy in internets or something like that. Like, I feel like it looks too familiar. Um, and I lost actually fun fact about me in internets is I've never, I've never won against an international player. So <laughs> <laughs> I have online. <laughs> I don't think well, I've played against, internet, so. I don't think I've played against the international player. I've only been in one internet, but uh, yeah, Israel Sosa on the board, the legendary player. I'm really happy for him. It's been a while since I've seen him do something like he's, I think he's topped some Hexter events, and I've seen him top like uh, other things. Obviously, he's got those five regional wins. Like, come on, and he's done well in IRL play. But like to see him get on the board as like an on the internet, like it's cool. It's cool. And also, shout out to my boy Anti, the supporter of the channel, for getting second place. Of course, I can't, I can't uh, talk about that. And. Not give him credit where credit's due. Such a good deck. We're always a fan of Baby Blacephalon doing things because of our affiliation with Blacephalon. So uh, 
thank you, Anthony, for uh, yeah, holding it down. Even it though, run. even though Jeff last night said it was completely different than what he would ever do, he doesn't like the list that they're cooking right. these days. That's that's fine. I mean, Jeff also hasn't played real Pokemon um, in a year and a half now, so um, he's just dabbles here and there. So um, Jeff likes to pretend like he wouldn't do it that way, but I want to think that. If Jeff playtested it, he probably would play it this way. Um, you sorry, right. Jeff. <laughs> You're probably right, honestly. But uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to those dudes for holding it down. Um, I don't want to. I'm still not ready to say that like the meta has solved itself because there's still so many unique things. Like I've been seeing like shit. I just played an Orbeetle deck like a. Like a healing ore beetle deck. I just played that. And then like From Mad Party's still getting in the top twenty all all the time. Yeah. Mad Party's good. Um, there's just so many like unique decks out there now. Like anything could win. It's not like the ADP show, it's not the E turn show, it's not the I mean Picaram is still Picaram and it'll never go away. But like Rapid Strike Urshifu is like holding it down. That's such a good just... Go ahead. I just feel like um like last format um before this new set dropped we had like a trifecta right where like there was a lot of decks that could win but it was really top like the top three were like playing rock paper scissors so you just had to pick the right one and then you would get there now it's like it really just depend depends on variance there's not like one specific deck that's going to win this tournament if you bring the counter to it you win uh because any of them can get there so i feel like there's like six or seven decks that would be that top three um and you never know it's like a box of chocolates now we're gonna call it the box of chocolates format from now on that's fair the box of chocolates format i'm i'm about that <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's it's a fun time right now uh, especially battle styles has reignited a lot of people's flames uh and it's it's super interesting shout out to my boy Vinny Fernandez, though, on the GG Tour. And I only say this because there's a lot of psychic slash ultimate Mewtwo players out there. But here's my boy Vinny in 52nd place. I've never met you, but I love you because he's playing my version. I call it my version because I love it with the four Rotoms. <laughs> Aaron built that deck and put four, <laughs> he put four hammers and four fan waves in that bitch. <laughs> That's because Aaron is on some sort of illicit material that I don't want to discuss on air. But I mean, this thing is hype. This guy, even like, I thought I was being sneaky. I thought I was being secretive. Like, I didn't know how many other people were doing it. But this guy put Naganadel GX in there. Like, <laughs> bro, he's holding it down, dog. He's holding it down for the real <laughs> the only thing that he's missing from my list is the baby blounds bro like he needs to deal with or needs to deal with uh what's that thing you almost just lost to stall and oh he can't do it right now but good with baby blounds yeah that is true the baby blounds is hype it's hype but um yes yeah, so gg tour 1k analysis was hype and uh a lot of good so stuff. So was that one K to first place or just one K paid out? No, it was one K like prize. So I think he okay. won like I don't know. I, I want to say like five hundred stacks, but I'm not sure if it was actually five hundred stacks. But uh, by stacks you mean bills, right? Yeah, like 
one one dollar bills, five hundred one dollar okay. bills. So five hundred dollars. Okay. Because I've never called my one dollar bill a stack. I'm just letting you know. Oh, well, I mean, if it's a grand, it's a grip, but like. But a stack is a hundo. I guess right? like I guess five stacks. He won like yeah, five stacks, yeah. not five hundred like stacks. Because if he won five hundred, talking about IHOP like flapjack stacks. I, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes they're free, like on Veterans Day. Like sometimes it's all you could eat for like five five ninety nine. So yeah. imagine how many all you can eat flapjacks he could buy for five hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! All you can eat? Oh, well, you're only paying five ninety nine for all you can eat. <laughs> so I guess you could feed like I don't know. 100 people <laughs> a little under 100 people like 90 people that's fine that's how you celebrate the victory bro all right here's bro. what we're gonna do if i ever win a regional i'm gonna take my prize money as soon as i get it we're me you and whoever else wants to come we're walking an ihop and i'm buying all you could eat pancakes for everybody in the restaurant oh my god it's got to be all you can eat day though it's that's every day bro oh is it every day i have oh. no idea i haven't been to ihop since i was like Bro, what if it's like if it's like the afternoon where like barely anybody's eating pancakes? They're just like trying to get the 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 international house of burgers. They're trying to get their burgers in, and it's like so. It's like the last batter. It's like all you can eat batter, and it's like gross, like fried, like crispy on the damn stove or whatever. I'm good with it. I like I love crispy pancakes. As a matter of fact, if you think a pancake's done, take it off, put it on the plate, let it cool down for a minute, and then throw it back for me. Oh my god. That's so nasty. Or have you ever had a deep fried pancake, bro? No. <laughs> I've had a deep fried Reese's and I felt like I just gained like 700 pounds. I know, bro. You got to take the pancake batter and just like, just take the whole spoon, like the ladle or whatever, like the flat ladle, however, mm. however you want to do it. So it's got to be flat on the bottom is what I'm trying to say. And you just dip the whole thing in, in grease and just let it like flash fry. It's so good. That's disgusting. <laughs> I forgot you're from the north. Welcome to the south where we cook bro, everything in butter. Bro. <laughs> That's disgusting. At the fair the other day, I went out of my way to wait 30 minutes for a uh, deep fried Twinkie. Oh, yeah. The fair was the other day. I yeah, haven't had you... a deep fried Twinkie yet. It's a, it's a Twinkie. Oh. But crispy. It's a crispy Twinkie. It's a crispy Twinkie. <laughs> On a stick. That's gross. That's gross. There was other tournaments, though. Scott, do you know which tournaments happened? All of them. All of them. There was a Crollos tournament. There you was a you tee that one up. Sleepy Sunday. Uh, all right. I thought we were just going to list them off. Uh, oh, wait. Wait, hold on. The Crollos tournament. I think I know somebody who played in that. Um, I think... He did pretty good. I think his name is Scott Seckley, according to the greater internet. I don't know for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah, dog. It's it Scott Steckley. It was definitely Scott Steckley. Uh, 100% so here's correct. A story. Here's a story. Um, I'm going to let Maxlow go on and explain his run or like describe it because I know he's hype about it. I would be, too. Um so Maxlow worked hard on a deck. Uh, Maxlow made a deck. Um, uh, well, well, a deck. Well, well, Jack, I mean, Jack Old did. Yeah, Jack Old made it from Omnipoke. Yeah. And then um, refined or whatever. Anyhow, Maxlow won a tournament with a deck. 
fast forward to a couple days the next week i'm not exactly sure time frame because um i don't do my research but um aaron ended up playing in an online tournament against a fellow orlando uh person uh now if you're familiar with the orlando scene or anything like orlando knows who i am uh i'm from orlando originally transplanted up here so people down there know flow tk from me uh, and I think that's where the confusion started. So this, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but this Orlando um, local ended up playing Aaron, and they ended up talking about the deck that he was playing. And he said, yeah, it's Scott Steckley's list that he won with the other day, thinking that Floaty Cast must be Floaty K, right? Must be Scott Steckley. Um, and then the next thing I notice is screenshots are being sent to every chat that me and Maxlow are both in. And I'm dying because I'm so confused. I read this the first time and it happens the other way around a lot, like where people confuse me for Maxlow, like they tag me on Twitter thinking they're tagging him and stuff like that. So I think it happened again and I got confused because I haven't won a tournament and ever um so i'm like i didn't win a tournament what is this guy talking about and then i realized it was backwards and they were confusing me with maxlow and i died um and then maxlow started fake giving me the credit and the, and the clout for it and uh that's that made my life because now now i can say that i won a tournament with a deck that i have zero hours testing and don't know the matchups and uh didn't tech for anything because i played zero out of zero rounds <laughs> <laughs> Scott got the dub, played zero games. Bro, that's the best like... way to do it. You know how not stressful it was to not play and still win? Bro. I can't relate. But I don't have a lot to say about the deck. It's stones and I won. So uh let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. Urshipult's goaded. Uh it's now called Mushu, by the way. Uh because you know the fight the fighting dragon. You know the fighting dragon from Mulan, bro? You know, yeah. they, they, like, do, like, what's hot? I'll, I'll make a man out of you. Right. And, uh... Cut their hair with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The deck is stones, and I won. We'll leave it at that. We're actually in the middle of Hexters playing the same thing. 8-3-1, not a big deal. Hopefully, uh, that, that, uh, translates well when this is up and running. Tonight. It'll happen tonight. But something else will happen. It's called Life is Just a Game. Uh, so Life is Just a Game is happening this weekend. However, comma, there's two ways we can do this, and I'll let you guys decide. Players' Cup Global Finals is this weekend as well. I'm going to let everybody make a decision on how we want to do it, because I can do it either way. We can fire the stream up and just run it, or we can just do it, record it, and then fire up the stream later with casting, better production, that's up to you guys. Let me know. But Players or Players Cup Global Finals uh, 3 is this weekend. And also, Life is Just a Game this weekend. Who you got for Players Cup, by the way? Um, Who's left? Uh, Azul. That's who I'm rooting for. That's my homie. All right. I mean, Azul is a homie. He's uh, he's helped us out a lot. So we'll go with Azul. Yeah. Uh, Tor the man is. Tord is, is in there, right. too. Tord's probably going to win. <laughs> oh. Ooh. See, here's the thing is now that we like have a guy from Norway helping us out, like I feel like we have to like respect Tord a little more. Not that I never stopped respecting him, but sometimes I just forget he exists because I never see him at a regional because I don't have to worry about him. Um, 
but you know we have like baby toward so yeah yeah we do have that we have baby we have baby toward and we also have uh uh sam's cola toward and justin bowman so we got some towards oh yeah we got some towards but uh oh and uh and actually uh previous co-host guest host um dyed his hair and uh looks like toward too so <laughs> we have sam cola toward and justin bowman then we have to have like dollar general toward and um <laughs> other towards so uh we have, shout, out, shout out to the we tour can make a team of just towards toward knockoffs yeah for sure so i'm i'm super excited about both like i said it's going to be up to you guys on how you guys want to do it let me know by like thursday so I can let all the our players know. Also, the roster was announced last week. Speaking of Tord, he's in. Life is just a game, by the way. Not a big deal. So is Azul. So, <laughs> also another guy I'm rooting for is Mitch Nucky because he did a whole tournament with the Dragafu deck and went five and zero. Oh, so shout out to him on that one. <laughs> but um, guys, we're gonna leave it at that. We have a very special interview, and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Chilling Rains. And then Players Cup 4 is qualifiers is happening. And then I have something I have to talk about. But we have a very special interview. And uh, I'm glad to bring this lady on. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and throw it over to Miss Amy Wasley, the Pumpka Amy. She's going to be our interview today. So we're going to throw it over to her. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Friends of the Floaty Cast, ladies and gentlemen, I am super honored. And privileged to bring this lady on. She had just recently acquired or was rewarded, granted permission. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Partnership in Twitch World, which is super awesome. Congratulations on that, by the way. And Thank uh, you so much. she also got to commentate Limitless and some other things that we're going to actually learn about because I don't know too much. <laughs> she does art. I know that. I know that. Guys, it's Pumpkin Amy, aka Amy Wasley. It's super awesome to have you in the chat or the thank you so the, much. the podcast. Jesus Christ, I'm losing my words. <laughs> How are right. you doing today? I'm super good, honestly. Um, going back to work this week's been really tough because um, we haven't been open since Christmas, um, wow. which has been a lot. So it's been really overwhelming. So today I had a nap, which was lovely. So <laughs> yeah, it's like one a.m. where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, to be honest, I don't usually go to bed until like two or three in the morning anyway. So because when I do work, when things are completely back to normal here in the UK, I'll be working 3pm to 11pm. I don't get home to midnight, then I could cook dinner and do the chores. So I'm a very nighttime person at home anyway. Um, thank God my neighbors are okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Super awesome. So like, well, I guess the first, well, first of all, what do you do? So um, my kind of day jobs as such, um, I, I manage a board game cafe here in the UK. Um, so I'm sort of in charge of a lot of the organized play stuff. So running the Pokemon League, getting everything sorted for all the other TCGs and kind of board games sorted out. Uh, but currently we're not allowed to have people sit down, which is an issue for a board game cafe. <laughs> so it's yeah, an interesting kinda... transition. <laughs> Oh, you could get those like Yu-Gi-Oh dual discs or whatever and have them like stand outside. Legit, just stand up, like go in the middle of the street. <laughs> but oh yeah, um, and then I'm also a freelance graphic designer and illustrator. 
And I also uh, demonstrate board games and teach people how to play TCGs at quite like Comic Cons and events. Um, so I kind of get chucked all over the UK doing that as well. So yeah, pretty a pretty busy bee. So I'm probably gonna have to start dialing a few things back now. I've started streaming as well because I I only started streaming in June. Okay, that's that's actually incredible. You've you've made quite quite an impact in a short time then. Um, yeah, it's been really overwhelming, like, and and I don't really understand most of it, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> been rolling with the punches, and they've been good punches. Right place, right time. That's that's what it seems like for all the people that are gaining popularity. I, I think now, you just know? the the category is really growing right now, and it just kind of jumped, hopped on the ship at the right time. And I think a lot, of, I think that's I think that's the case for a lot of people right now. There's a lot of channels blowing up. There's a lot more attention being brought to the Pokemon trading card game generally, and it like it overtook Magic the Gathering. That as is. The- yeah, Pokemon overtook Magic the Gathering as the most popularly played TCG this year for the first time. Like, we are officially top dogs, baby. Let's get that it. Is... I didn't even know that. How did you? Yeah. How... Yeah. That's crazy. We are supreme. Magic <laughs> cannot take this crown off of us. <laughs> well, I, I heard earlier today, like, on a podcast that, uh, Pokemon like flexed their muscles when they were advertising Chilling Rains and they said um they said that it was the best selling card game. I was like, What? No way. Yeah, like, yeah, like, it, like, yeah. Like I understand the boom. Did you, did you get nah. it on that? Did you get it on the pack opening boom? You doing pack breaks? Yeah, we're doing a few, but like not crazily. Like, cause I started doing them when I very first started doing Twitch anyway, just to kind of you know, test the water, see what worked. Um and and they were they were terrible. They did, it didn't take off. Really <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a waste of my time. And then I saw it coming back, and I was like, oh, all right then. I already spent an ungodly amount of money on this card game. Why don't I just ramp it up a little for fun and see where we go? So that <laughs> yeah. thing. I did that too. So I now, uh, now, oh, I work at a cupboard, I work just... at a Walmart. And like, so mm-hmm. I would buy booster packs before the scalpers would come in and just clear my shelves at the yeah, Walmart I work yeah. at. And I would sit in my car on my break and I'd do these TikTok videos and they'd get like stupid amounts of views. I think I got one with like 200,000 views. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. Why? Why? I opened Beautiful. a mega slow bro. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things. People just like hopped onto the craze, didn't they? And um, I mean, like, uh, when I say the store isn't that busy right now, I'm talking um, for the last two weeks, we've still got loads of hidden fates in. We're just sat there staring at it like, and I'm just sat there staring at it like, please, no, please, someone come in and buy all of this. I don't want to be staring at this any longer because I'm going to buy it. Okay. <laughs> well, well now the got... leak is out, right? Now everybody who's looking for hidden fates is... Is flocking there. They're the beating yeah, the guys, come by. I've got champions back too. Got ETBs. The lot. Like I am just tr- <laughs> really struggling not to spend money right now. Um, I've already got like a cupboard in my hallway, and like in case, in case on stream, someone's like, "Go on, then do it, flex." I'm just gonna like pull things out and be like, "Bam, baby, let's open them all." Because I'm no scalper. Like <laughs> just having those like, reserves, and people are like, "You have so much willpower." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I'm just that forgetful." 
that if someone doesn't <laughs> remind me they're in there, I will completely forget about them. I'm the sort of person that leaves surprise snacks around the house for myself because I know I'll forget about it. And then later I'll be like, oh, half a pack of Skittles? Oh, <laughs> pass me, you gem. <laughs> I'm on the other that. day, and I wasn't even sure how old it was, but the Skittles were still good, so I ate them. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so ladies and gentlemen, we don't, we don't condone Skittles. that action. <laughs> eating old Skittles? Half-eaten food. <laughs> right. uh, pa, no, yeah. Listen, we're both, we're both veterans over here, so we know that Skittles don't have an expiration date. We've they eaten don't. memories with Skittles that have been probably 15 years old, but it's fine. Yeah, and they're still good. That's they just get a little sugar. bit powdery on the outside, and we're not sure what that powder <laughs> is, but they still taste fine. It's yeah. Great. Like, oh we goodness. don't question it. We just, <laughs> just taste the rainbow. <laughs> <Did> you start... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So do you guys have a problem with scalpers in the UK, too, or is it just, like, you know, centralized America? We, we do, but I think more UK stores have taken a stand against it. Um, I, I was very much one of the kind of store managers that from the beginning when it kind of kicked off and we had the first little surge happen i was like oh wait wait, wait no, no 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 not this no no so then what we did is put customer limits on all of our products that we knew were gonna have those amounts and people would try and get around it i see you people using the same card but a different name i'm not <laughs> stupid um, Wait, so, people were using the same card but a different name. Like, yeah, they just they would just order from our website, but change their name between the uh -oh. orders, but use the same card and the same shipping details. And I'm like, honey, there's a human behind this screen. That's not. In. Oh my goodness. So, um, what we ended up doing was sort of we'd we'd cancel all their orders, give them refunds, and these are thousands of pounds worth of products, like the, the huge orders. Uh, we, we would refund them, send them an email. You start with the polite one. You go, hey, there's a customer limit on this. We see you. Don't be a silly bean. And and they come back. Oh, I'm sorry. Please can I order something? Please can I order something? You're like, all right, all right. You can have the amount you're allowed. And then they'll overorder. And basically, on the second strike, we've started to just ban people. Wow. And that's actually, we're that's we're not having it. it. Yeah, that's well, we're just not having it because it's unfair. Because we 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 support a really thriving community. Just the fact that the players can't get the cards they want to open. I, I know a lot of people buy singles, that's fine. But if the singles aren't even getting into the market in the first place, then it's just stalling and things up. And a lot of UK retailers have taken at very least a stance on limits per customer really strongly. And we don't have Walmarts like you guys do where they get the big restocks. Sometimes our supermarkets get a little bit of stock, but nowhere near as much as I see your Walmarts getting from photographs. Uh, nowhere near as much. Um, oh, yeah. So people in the UK very much rely on the big gaming stores or the online retailers. Uh, and so if they sort of, sort of collectively make a stance on that, then it tends to nip it in the bud enough. <laughs> right. No, that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, here we have our game stores uh, pretty much have taken a stand on it the same way. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I, the, the other retail stores, other than like, walmart's um but like we have a store called target that has mm. taken a stand on it they're like hey you know you, there's a limit uh and they've even gone as far as to say if it's over 20 dollars, you have to show up on this specific day at this specific time yeah and we'll allocate it accordingly and that's people line so up good. for it but that's walmart's so just like not you could actually yeah, just buy I, in I've our heard... stores over it and we don't care yeah so. i have heard the scalpers like to um 
like to divulge in the Walmart's kind of lax approach. <laughs> yeah, they uh the last time because since I work there, we open at seven. Usually it's twenty four hours a day, but we open at seven, mm. and um. I can get in a little bit early and get the stuff, right? And, uh, well, the last time I tried to get stuff, as soon as I walked up to grab, like, one of those, uh, first partner packs, it was the Alola ones that just came out, uh, mm. these dudes just come barging in, running, and, like, pushing each other and, like, getting violent, and I'm like, look, Jesus, they're not gonna like... get, if they don't get what they're after, they're gonna come after me, and, like... <laughs> It's While I'm like walking to my guys. car, no, it's not, <laughs> and I'm like, right, not on. a chance in hell will I do. I that. love, I love putting these people like in their place by giving them some perspective and just being like, you are fighting over a children's trading card game. <laughs> <laughs> do you realize how stupid you look right now, you grown ass men? And they all look the same. Look, uh, scalpers uh, yeah, are calling do. you out. With your white yeah. Nike checks on and Agreed. your and your Adidas Sorry. baseball cap, they all look the same, and it's ridiculous. You can see one a mile off, and you're just like, "Nah, honey, you haven't picked up this card game ever in your life. You gonna yeah. sell this on on Facebook later? I see you." Yeah, for um, real. You're gonna be like, <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Yo, five hundred dollars for this hidden yeah. fades ETB," and I'm like, "Bro, I can like go to my Walmart and get it for fifty. Yeah, whereas when y'all are fighting. Got, like, this kid comes into the store the other day and he has saved up, oh my god, he has saved up 150 pounds in his chores money that he'd earn at home, buys three ETBs straight up and is the happiest kid in the world. And I wouldn't trade that for any scalper in the world. Sorry, exactly. no. Like, come on. Just the fact that we even had that to be able to give that kid because there's so many stores out there right now that don't. That's, that's incredible. So, you know, it uh, drives me insane, but it should start to calm down because I've even, I've already seen the collectors and the scalpers calm down a little bit when it comes to booster boxes specifically. Uh, I don't know about the US, but in the UK, like Vivid Voltage was bananas. You'd get it in, it would sell out straight away. Battle Styles has been okay. And I think Chilling Rain again is going to just kind of start to chug forward and we're we're gonna have our normal amount of sales again i feel i i feel like the the zard effect is wearing off right and i, I think that actually the zard is actually a big key element there right like both sets mm -hmm. don't really have like the nostalgic pokemon that everybody was chasing after yeah so i had a conversation slash argument with somebody on facebook a while back and they were saying, Battle Styles is rubbish. And I was like, no, 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 no. Why do you say that, sir? And he said, oh, well, there's no there's no money cards. How am I supposed to make money off of this? And I said, honey, there is £180 or whatever it was in the US, probably about $200 old tarts in there. And there are like five of them. In what world is that not making you enough money? If, you, if, if that's the profit margin that you're upset with, yeah, then go get a job. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Just go oh get a goodness. job and quit your bitching. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane they're out there. Satisfied. They're not satisfied because there's no Pikachu. There's no... there's no and, and, and the Pikachu craze is a new one on me. I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen Pikachu promos go this crazy. The Cosmic Eclipse one up to like mad amounts. It used to be like a 10 or a 5 or at pre-release. Loads of people pulling them. And, and I, I sold mine. 
I had that nice, I had the full collection of uh, Cosmic Eclipse full arts and yeah, I ravaged it when I saw that baby go up in price because I was like, no, honey, I'm going to I'm gonna have a nice night out because <laughs> this, Pikachu, this Pikachu's went up in value for no goddamn reason. Yeah, it's, I'm going to go hang out with my homies. Yeah, it's, like it's, why? It's, it's, it's insane. When it doesn't I make any sense. When I saw that, I actually like I was like searching for mine because I knew I had pulled some, right? Because like the rest of those cosmic eclipse full art cards, I like put them in my bulk. So I'm like mm. searching for them and I'm like, where did they go? Where did they go? Because I'm about to make a quick buck. And yeah. uh, I realized that because I didn't care about them, I had given them all to this guy that was <gasps> building a nuzzle deck. Oh. I'm like, yeah, bro, here you go. These look sweet. Oh. They'll look sweet in your deck. And I'm like, now that I'm guy's like, oh. sitting on a pretty penny now. <laughs> yeah, he probably sold them immediately, you know. He's like, yeah. yeah, I don't care about this nuzzle no. anymore. But it was even like there was the the promo with the Galar starters. There was that one that came in the little box. And I remember because I had the shop stock in my living room at the time because we were in first ever lockdown. Those came in and none of them sold. And I was feeling a little sad one day. <laughs> so I just cracked one of them open. And I just chucked the promo, like you said, in my box. Exactly. <laughs> and I knew that. And when I saw that it had gone up in value recently, I was like, oh, holy hell, where is that? Got over ten thousand cards in, in my wardrobe. What? Which box is it in? I found it eventually. It wasn't in Great Nick because I kind of chucked it around. So I thought, I thought, I never. It never occurred to me that it, it might become a card that I could make a little penny off of. It. I just thought it is completely useless. It's pretty, but it's complete, completely useless. So I will just probably keep it in the bulk as something cute. I'll give it to a kid that likes Pikachu one day or something, and it'll make his All day. Right. You know exactly but I, I don't know like it's it is what it is i guess people like nostalgia kicked in jake yeah. paul was popular and then logan, now logan now we paul, have to struggle logan I think it was logan, wasn't jake it? Paul, yeah. logan paul i mean i feel like he looks like a jake paul anyhow, so it's fine paul did um, it yeah them damn oh. pauls oh. so what oh. got you oh. like into pokemon period like predate from game shops predate from Whatever. What got you into Pokemon? Um, when I was five, my mom saved up and bought me a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Crystal. And the rest is history. I never put that thing down. Not even for a second. Every birthday, every Christmas gift, every every everything that anyone ever got me from then on in was Pokemon because I was completely obsessed and I would have nothing to do with anything else apart from art and Pokemon. And my mom and dad always said it'd be a phase. And, and as I was growing up, it's the, you know, you can't make money off Pokemon, right? Yeah, mom. All right. I'll, I'll try and get a real I'll, job. I'll buy it. You <laughs> proved her wrong. <laughs> proved you wrong, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the winner now? <laughs> I mean, I'm in a lot of student debt, so I tried, but. <laughs> no. Relatable. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. I don't know what that's like. So uh, yeah, no, I, I just I it's never never for a second have I stopped being completely and utterly obsessed with Pokemon. Um even through years of being ridiculed and bullied through high school and and all sorts like that. I just never I never saw it as a reason to stop doing what I love and enjoying that. And then I started the TCG almost as soon as I left school. Um, and I didn't really know what I was I was doing. I played a lot of TCGO, but there was no local league. And then I moved up to Nottingham, where I live now. 
and suddenly there were nerds everywhere. <laughs> oh God, where have these guys been? So I I didn't move back. I stayed. I stayed here, and um, the rest was history, really. And that's when I kind of got into the TCG properly and start. And then I was like, I want to start a Pokemon League, and so I just did it. Uh, <laughs> Oh dear, that's crazy. So, uh, what year did you start like really playing the TCG? Uh, it was about competitively about three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, before that, very casual. I pretty much played TCGO only. I, I was at university, so I tried to, um, not spend my food money on Pokemon cards. because uh, <laughs> poor student life. So I. I tried not to buy into a lot, so I always ran the budget deck. I played a lot of expanded, just because expanded cards are really cheap here in the UK because there is no format here; it doesn't really exist. Uh, oh. No one plays. No one plays it. We don't have any events for it, so there's no point really. So, so I played a lot of expanded. Um, went along to the local league a few times, but didn't want to get into that rabbit hole too much because I knew. I knew what I was getting myself into and I knew I wouldn't be able to afford it <laughs> as well as university. Um, and then as soon as I finished uni, I ramped it up to a hundred and just started playing standard, playing competitively. Um, and, and I really wanted, when I first started playing competitively, something I really wanted to do was make a name for myself with a deck that had specifically no um setup cards i i didn't want shaman i didn't want to Dene. i didn't want crowbat i was like no i'm determined to make something that doesn't rely on these stupid cards i have to have sat on my bloody bench and just like little sitting ducks i refused to have them and i resisted for so long i i can't i don't even know how many sets i went without buying a Dene or trading into a Dene. but it was a lot it was a lot more than it should have been before i caved <laughs> they exist for a reason ah, it just drives me insane I just hate that you can't protect the poor little buggers, yeah. and you can't use them, and you can't use them unless you play in lightning or or dark. You know, I, uh, they're not types that I generally gel with. So I was just like, great, <laughs> I go against my archetypes, or or I just cave and play them. And and as soon as I started caving and playing them, my game was obviously elevated exponentially and i was just like oh god damn it it's, god freaking damn it <laughs> it's amazing how uh how much better you can play with you actually seeing cards in your deck you know yeah exactly so that was crazy uh, but it was it just frustrated me that i had to rely on those because um when when i was playing in expanded there's not there wasn't there's not as many of those around that are necessary like at very least like lele you can use it you can use it in every deck it's got free retreat cards it's colorless energy or something um rainbow at the time it would have been so it just it had versatility and use in my eyes and then when we got to danny i was like oh hello you saucy little bean um <laughs> i hate you uh, <laughs> saucy I little what, bean i had such a vendetta against it for so long and i still hate using it i will probably Crobat over to Dene to this day. I don't know. Cosmic was a bad time. Clearly, I had vendettas <laughs> against decks. I think it's because Cosmic pushed out a couple of decks I was really enjoying at that time. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I remember when Cosmic came around, I was like, no way. I think it was Keldeo. Oh, yeah. I think it might have been Keldeo. Oh, yeah. That deck, that deck went away real quick. 
Yeah, it didn't stick around. I, you know, I it never didn't win anything either. No, it didn't. It never won anything. No, it, it was fun to play, but it was one of those. It was overhyped before it came out. Like I remember that. I remember everybody yeah. talking about it, and then the first time I saw it in league, I chuckled at how easy it was to beat. Um, mm-hmm. But that was that was four score many many moons ago when I used to be good at this game. So <laughs> I I've only I've only had confidence in myself as a player since uh, the professor's winter cup just gone. Literally, no. that that was the moment I broke down. I had a full on breakdown on stream live. Just you saw the existential dread hit as I realized <laughs> I can do this if I actually try and don't dick about. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the thing. I'm always chasing a meme, and, and and I was like, like, oh my god, I'm a good player. No, I'm a good player. Oh no, now I have to try hard. Am <laughs> no, I sweaty? No. <laughs> like you saw it hit me and i was like and like because i because i did real good and i was really proud of myself and i slam and then um but i i've realized that <clears throat> single prize format is clearly where i where, where my crown is um having done well in that format and then i i won steuben's single prize tournament a couple of weeks ago now and i, I again i built the deck half an hour before the tournament with a little bit of help from seance and then i just played and i was i was making stickers at the, at the same time for for like my graphic design stuff and i was just i was churning out like 150 stickers hand cutting hand printing these babies meanwhile just like casually playing this tournament and sort of winning oh my goodness you won't catch me ever doing anything while i'm playing like i can barely i have to like have noise um mm. in the background and even that distracts me to the point where i can't play sometimes so i have no idea how you even did that let alone played well i i was surprised too because i was supposed to be uh meeting some friends like for a little discord catch up and i was like yeah when i when i start doing bad in this tournament guys i'll um i'll join you <laughs> and then i had to send them a message like yeah i've just made top cut uh, i'll be a few more hours <laughs> incredible uh, that's what's up that's what's up for real for real but see, see now you now you're getting it though. Like you start playing decent decks and you start winning, and then you're gonna end up tryharding. Next thing you know, you're gonna be topping regionals, and then you're gonna get all the clout. Look, see, that's how it works. Exactly. exactly. But yeah, I think it just took me a while to to accept the fact that occasionally I'm gonna have to play a mad deck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people. I'm, that go- are I'm gonna like have that, to though. pick. I'm gonna have to pick one. Yeah, it's just it's just the desire to be unique. Yeah, that's that's what fuels it. It's just the desire to feel unique, and um, there's a lot of decks that I've tried to make work and just don't, and then some that have come into their own. And I was, I remember, I remember being real pissed off when Guardian got big because I've been playing that since that card came out, <laughs> and I kept telling my league members, "This is a." good deck <laughs> um and then it got good and the price went up and everyone started playing it and i was just sat there in the corner like nobody listened to me <laughs> <laughs> and then zayshin so came out and you're like well fuck and i was like dang it yeah. <laughs> well i'll just i'll just leave i i played fairy fairy was my thing and um when when fairy when they kind of announced officially that like bye-bye fairy see you later alligator i we we had a we had a goodbye fairy uh like 
wake at Pokemon League for it. We had like an RIP fairy tournament and everything. I was like, <laughs> not letting this thing die. Not letting it die a silent death. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of sad because when I, I got into the game when the fairy types were out, it was like 2016. So like mm. five, Jesus Christ, five years ago. But I thought the cards yeah. were cool. Like I was like, yo, pink Pokemon cards? These things are badass. Like I bought the uh oh, did such a good job. What was it? The Xerneas and Evil Tall like battle arena deck oh, from way back in yes. the day. And uh yes. I had like Xerneas was great. And I was trying to build like that Xerneas Break Giratina deck at first, but like mm -hmm. Giratinas were like stupid expensive. And like yeah. well, everything was stupid expensive because it I... really was in that entire era, and I'm really glad we're past that now. Yeah, now it's like staple singles, like like Scott was doing. He was hoarding crowbats. Oh yeah, hoarding <laughs> crowbats, fellas. Still hoarding crowbats. When play, every time up. I see a cheap crowbat on Facebook, I'm like, oh, bring bring and that. It's like, I'll take I'll take that one. I'll take that one real quick. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk when, about. When, I wanted when to... play opens up again. Oh, oh you're in there. You're in there. I wanted to talk a bit, a little bit about like when you were casting uh, Limitless Region, or not Regionals, but like the Major. Was it the Major? Mm, the Major, yeah. It was Limitless yeah. Major. Yeah, that was amazing. So how was that? Did you, like, was it awesome? Was it like... It was, it was so surreal. I absolutely adored it. And I've, I've always wanted to do commentating on an event like that. Just, just to throw my hat in the ring, just to see how it is, you know. But I... Like I'm a first class chatterbox and I <laughs> absolutely adored it. Pedro is amazing, was such a great kind of uh, host to ease me into it because he is so uh, experienced with that as well. And he's just such a lovely guy. So it really made me feel at home straight away, which was so, so epic. And it was, um, there were some great, great games, really blessed with being some really unique and diverse matches between them there were no repeats it was not like ah here we are back at the uh choo-choo shock lock mirror uh it was it was they were, they were interesting and engaging games it was really nice so it was just such a blast and i was so honored honestly because like i said this whole thing has been so rapid it's just not given me even a chance to to think about things like that and then my friends were like oh um do you want to do you want to you know look into how you might get into commentating worlds and i was like oh, hold on a second <laughs> i literally, let's just, let's I literally just commentated yeah. one time all right one time <laughs> and, I, and all my friends are like oh no go for it and i was like oh, okay okay i'll figure out like how you get into it and we'll start small and we'll we'll see what like they might have me for but I honestly would like to do some more. I thought I found it really, really fun. And I I didn't went so quick. Because I had my, my time slot ended and Shay was due to come on. And I was like, oh dang it. <laughs> like it just <laughs> went so fast. It, it felt like five minutes and it was like three best of three. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've casted like a few things, nothing like crazy, crazy. Just I well, I do my locals like every Thursday. We're well, not locals; they're the Glenwood Challenge. Hey, shout out! Link in the description. Yeah, go ahead, check it out. Yeah, <laughs> and it, like it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's nice like for me to talk about the game instead of like actively playing in it. Like for mm -hmm. right now, like we're doing the Hexters tournament, and like if I'm like round fourteen deep, I can't 
talk to chat or like interact i get like into the game and it, yeah of course and you're like sitting there eyes are on you and you're like uh don't fuck up don't fuck up don't fuck up <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is nice to but like I think that, yeah it's to nice be, to have that but it's cool extra. though like the way pokemon's doing it now like for players cup the global finals like they got hexter mm -hmm. in here like yeah shoot your shot i mean who knows maybe next thing you know you're commentating players cup four and then they're like yo you were incredible you're trying to do worlds and they're like what <laughs> yeah so exactly i think that's the thing you just gotta shoot your shot and like uh, like i'm so thrilled to see that they are <clears throat> pokemon don't step on the little guy they they build up this community because they know what they know what these influence i hate that word but you know what i mean um content creators is a better word uh, they know what these content creators are doing they know yeah. that they are not necessarily profiteering but that the trading card game lives vicariously through these people and they reward that when they see talent so hexter like mad respect so glad to see them on the docket for for that for players cup uh commentating and it's just so nice to see like it's it's just nice to see them encouraging the community from within and picking up those people that they spot yeah uh, i agree 100 percent. especially like with everything shut down like mm -hmm. like it did and then like hexter literally carrying the torch uh for well chill too but like all these people doing the online tournaments like it's cool to see that they recognize something like that yeah and they don't shut it down because yeah. I mean, they have, they have the full ability to do so if they wanted. Oh my yeah, god! They could, they do you know how shitty that would be? <laughs> it would, but like, it's not. It's not definitely not unheard of from other companies, other TCGs, even other Nintendo-based things have been shut down before. Um, if they do not like the way it's being run, and that's totally fair, because they that we we do represent their brand in, in that kind of sense, just because we talk about the things that they're doing and the cars that they're bringing out and like we we play and we are active members of the community that other people look to for entertainment advice this that and the other and so yeah if, if they did have a problem with the way their brand was being represented somebody i have no doubt in my mind that they would clap down the bird like oh 100 percent. i mean nintendo is quick on the suing train um mm -hmm. if they don't like something so it's nice to see how they did what they did and it also shows that they're listening that they're they're active mm. members in their own community right which is something that you can't say for other games um yeah no absolutely not gonna say any names or anything like that but it's it's very apparent that some games aren't the same way right so um yeah and pokemon like a lot of people give TCGO a hard time as well and I, I think it's excellent for for the record because they give us something and keep us engaged and bother to update the ladder and all these things and I know they're tiny things but it probably takes somebody in the back office freaking hours to figure all that out and get it approved and, and sort that out and they, they make this they keep it updated, they do everything they keep us engaged with different things each each month and they don't have to exactly yeah, exactly. like a lot, of, a lot of other TCGs don't get this. We are very privileged. I know. They I, don't make I any agree. profit off of it either. 
Well, I mean, they kind of do. Like, you got to get the codes, and how you get the codes is from the booster packs. And the booster packs, you know, you got to buy them, and then, like, that goes into Pokemon's wallet. And, uh, yeah. And they because... spend money on the TCG to do that. So it does make them money, but not in a direct way, which also makes TCJ really accessible and child-friendly, which is really great because we just continue bringing up the next generation of TCG players, am I right? So it's it's excellent. I think it's brilliant the way they've done it. I, I love having no in-game purchases, to be honest. I just think that does give it a friendlier face and that they make their money off of kind of the back of it. They know they know they're making money off of it. They must know. Um otherwise they wouldn't bother updating it and keeping it nice. And yeah, it could be better. But I think what we've got is 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 plenty good enough. And I think they've done an excellent job of just giving us that platform and other TCGs just don't have it. And it's really it's not it's not I I it's, agree. It's, it's, it's not, I look at like other TCGs other than like maybe Magic's Magic Arena and like, you yeah, know, the online base like Hearthstone and Legends of Runeterra, like those are online games yeah. only. But you look at like the new Digimon card game, it doesn't have an online yeah. client at all. Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon, doesn't, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! is fucking behind the yeah. ball. So it's I mean, like, massively. I mean, so Yu-Gi-Oh! is actually a, a contentious thing for me, right? Because they don't have an official online client. Um, they got like Dev game. Pro, or something. But they have yeah. they have a third party, not they, but there is a third party uh, system that was made that is superior in a lot of ways to what we have. Right? Don't get me wrong; I'm grateful for what we have, and I'm glad that mm-hmm. we have what we have. Um, I I have my own gripes for it, and I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast, you you know mm-hmm. them um shout out to always drawing four switches when you don't need a switch um (laughs) but uh that aside i love the way that they do it um so small gripes aside i I love the way that they do it and i love the way that pokemon does it specifically because it if you want to make in-game purchases as in like you want to open packs online that you don't win or whatever you have to go get the physical cards and that encourages you to also look at physical cards and then that kind of encourages you to go to league. And then next thing you know, everything opens up. And that sort of come play the actual game. This isn't just an online game, but um, Yu-Gi-Oh! taking a step out of it because they feel like they can't do as good of a job as the third-party developer I think might have the best decision for them. So it's it's a great client for what it is, um, but it's completely free. So they won't ever make any money off of it. Pokemon mm-hmm. is finding the best of both worlds. I like that. Um, and I just ranted on for like a couple seconds. And yeah, you're, you're doing good. My main point you're was. doing good, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah there you go. Lost good. my point. Keep going. Somewhere, Keep somewhere going, in the map. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, yeah. I think I think what frustrates me is just for new TCGs. Hi Digimon, hi Bandai. Um, I, I don't understand why they avoid online clients because I think if anything, that makes your game so much more accessible from the get-go, especially if somebody just wants to give it a go without spending money. Uh, and then they love it. And if your card game is good, they will love it. 
or you will have more people be introduced to it because of that. I think in this day and age, if you're releasing a TCG, I think the online client should be on your on your main priority list. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Especially just just for the fact of how like you can access like communities too. Like for example, what we're doing here. You know, that's that's what makes like. I, I was listening to the Metapod podcast. I'm going to shout them out real quick. They're the homies. Uh, I was listening to them and it just talking about how, like, when COVID hit, all this shit should have been dead. Like, if you think about it, because there was no, like, online community. I mean, there was, like, the Verbank cities and the Hey Fontes and stuff like that. But there was no, like, group, like, a bunch of people playing, uh, playing, uh, making these online tournaments and, you know, I'm playing dudes from around the world. Like I played Stefan Ivanov yesterday. Do you honestly think if I go to internet, I'm going to play against Stefan Ivanov? Like no chance. <laughs> like, he's going to be table one. I'm going to be table 500. It's fine. Like, so it's super cool to like have these opportunities to like, you know, bring our skills together across the globe like this. And it brings. Absolutely. Us I, I think it benefits. I think it benefits every player in that regard. Yeah, for sure. Like, makes us all better players it makes us a more unified community and i honestly think the pokemon community is is generally very welcoming and i think when you've got new players coming into that atmosphere i think it not i think it just exemplifies pokemon as a tcg and just showing quite how far we've come as 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 a group and like just it still baffles me that Dragon Ball's been going for this long. Keyforge has been going for this long. They don't have online clients. Why? Keyforge exists still? Oh, like, I love Keyforge. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I like the client. Uh, not the client, but I like the game. I love the game. It's um, big in the UK. I just... um, I So after the second release, that's the last I heard of it. Yeah, it's it's still really big in the UK. Um, we still have like big regionals, big tournaments. Um, Worlds is super fun um yeah i, I love it me um, me and um, scott I, I, i've gone further in keyforge tournaments than i have in pokemon so far <laughs> <laughs> scott and i were talking the it was like a year ago and uh mm. we were like for like a split second we were like hey let's get into the final fantasy tcg but there's no oh, online no. client so like we never did <laughs> no and that's the thing and but if they did have one you'd have played it at least once and like we have a final fantasy scene I work. It's little, but it's growing, and it, and it's it's a decent DCG. Don't get me wrong; it's just not my style. Yeah. On the other hand, though, there was a card game that I really got into called Light Seekers. Oh, um, Light Seekers was a jam. Um, I, I love that game. Um, it was simply so because simple. it was it had the most inclusive online client that I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't that great of a game, so it got old really quickly right but yeah um, it was I a spent... really simple game and that was to its merit in the beginning it just didn't but get then any it more got stale. yeah you couldn't you couldn't become a great player because you were stuck with mediocre cards right but yeah um, yeah and they they didn't make efforts to make things better and and that's what people so people are like oh, we shouldn't have increasing HPs. And I'm like, okay, look at Lightseekers. They did not increase the cards. They didn't make it better. And now it's a dead TCG. Right. But... We have to have that next best thing. 
Yeah. We have to have it. You can't just print Charizards with ridiculous attacks at 120 HP over and over again. Oh, I guess you could. You'd make a shit ton of money, but... Yeah, they make a lot of money, but... Other <laughs> <laughs> no. than it, would not, it would not increase the excitement and hype of the TCG. They need to have the next best thing. I think I still think tag teams will... Step too far, like rein it back in. Okay, that 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 is a huge basic. Calm down. Um, but they're they're, they're making they they are definitely taking steps to to change that with V maxes, which are, which is much better. And they they give V maxes the ability to be blocked and the um ability to be stopped and slowed down. And they, there is a lot more that prevents play of V maxes than there were ever of tag teams. My thing about VMAXs, and I went on a little rant about this, or not VMAXs, tag teams, is I feel like the reason they made them was for, like, people to get into the card game and, like, to dumb it down a little bit for new players to come in. And, uh, because, mm -hmm. like, look at the Pokemon choices of, like, the best VMAX or tag team cards. You got Pikachu, yeah. Charizard, Mewtwo... Mm -hmm. And then ADP, I don't know what the fuck they were doing with that one, but... I mean, probably, to be honest, they know what they're doing a long, long time in advance. Diamond and Pearl remix, baby. That's probably it. Oh, yeah, 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 they, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Clearly so, knew exactly clear, that people would still be playing ADP during Diamond Pearl remake. Yeah, well, don't, don't, don't tempt them. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tempt them to be for it, because I'll have a fit. And here's a hot take. They're not going to rotate ADP. Because of the remakes, brother. I've considered this when when they first announced the remakes. I was like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> oh my god, we could go on like a whole tangent about those things. Are you excited about them? I I actually am. I think I think what they've done is really clever. They're releasing two games, not not too far apart, and they're for different markets. Yeah, I agree remake of Brandon Nepal and they are also very friendly for new players they made it in this very welcoming chibi style it's exactly the same as the old game so you're not missing out on anything there's nothing out of context so if it if they had too many new features in that game people that didn't play the originals that just want to get into Pokemon now are gonna have felt they're gonna feel like they've missed out so this game is specifically made for new players or nostalgia people they they really want that kick and they want it to be just like Diamond Apart was. And then we get Ars uh, uh, Legends of Arceus. And that is for us. That, that is for me. That is for the players who want something new and fresh. And they are veterans of these games. They know what they're doing. They know the Pokemon. They don't, don't need babying. They don't need their hand-holding. And they want to explore the history of Sinnoh. And I think that is beautiful. And it opens up so many doors. So many oh. doors. If, if we if we get to explore the history of Sinnoh now, when do I get to go and watch the burnt tower in Johto um, and finally find out which three Pokemon burned to create the legendary dogs? When do I get to live through the X and Y cataclysm? When like I am I am ready for these historical games that give me the background information of the lore that I already love. That's that's a hundred percent my feelings. I, I'm not gonna play the remake. Um, I care very little about Diamond and Pearl yeah, as a absolutely. game, let alone as a remake. Made for you. You got a different thing. You got exactly. Legends, and are you excited for it? Oh, I am a hundred percent excited for oh, it. But I'm... I'm also more excited at the precedent that it absolutely. sets because I want to play a game that is the Pokemon yes. War. 
Absolutely, yeah. Gem I one. want to fight alongside see that of young Surge. Lieutenant Surge out there with a Pikachu, baby. I want to see that. I, I want but, to see that. But they gotta not make it PC and give him like a like a M16 or something. Like that'd be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like you, I'm talking first-person you know shooter. I want Lieutenant Sarge to be my commander. You know. But yeah. No. I I I totally agree. The, the precedent that it sets and be, like people getting up in arms about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. I have no problem. I have no problem with those remakes because they are for a different audience. And yes, I will play it. I'm gonna nuzlocke it on the channel just for a bit of fun. We'll see if there are any differences. We'll live that moment and I'll probably smash through it. Probably won't take very long. And that'll have been my little kick and I'll sell it to someone and whatever and that'll be that. But it's not it's not made for, for us. And hold that's on, fine. Hold on a second. You are a, you are a Twitch partner, madam. You need to like put it on your on your shelf behind you for your setup. <laughs> My shelves are too full of plushies. Oh, well, put have like one of your plushies hold your uh, hold your yeah, hold up my game case. You, you got to get the steel case. You got to get yeah, the deluxe yeah. seven hundred dollar edition where it comes with yeah. an actual uh, Dialga, like a real one. Yeah, <laughs> better get one. They yeah. mad if not, but they they've done the worst thing ever though. They've um they're making me choose between my two children, and I'm not I'm not okay with that. Well, which one um, are you picking? I I haven't I I can guarantee the first half an hour of me playing that game on stream will be screaming at the star choices. I I how dare they make me choose between Cyndaquil and Rowlet? How dare they? Oh, <laughs> you're talking about Ar uh, Arceus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll oh, see it's, it's, no, te how, it's Team Cyndaquil. How dare they? Yeah, you talked Look, about Crystal. Crystal. I was the same way. Crystal was my first game. I got to go Cyndaquil. That's Crystal, the homie. Yeah. That's why that's, that's why Cyndaquil was my first Pokemon tattoo, because I I needed well, that. See, I needed that he was your first on my body. Pokemon tattoo, that means that he can't be your first choice in the game. You got to go with Rowlet. Dang it. Sorry. That's the rules. Well. I just made them up. <laughs> But yeah, yeah you he, can. he was my he was my good boy. Yeah, I, I love me I love some you. Cyndaquil. Shout out Cyndaquil for so real. Typhlosion, the man. Back when I oh, leveled only him up to one hundred, but I was also pissed because I couldn't get Charizard though. I was mad. Uh, and then my then my cousin got <laughs> blue, and I was like, "Give me that Char Charizard." Was my dude <laughs> back in the day. Oh boy, that was my dude. Well, many of us, but. Yeah. Honestly, Cyndaquil was the first ever Pokemon I ever chose, and that started this, and I can't... I, I, I don't know what I would be without Pokemon, which is crazy. I like There's this franchise, there's this, there's this company that has completely defined where my life has gone. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Uh, it's, it's, scary. It's, it's crazy it's scary. like back in the day when we were kids it was like oh this is just a fad and then we, mm -hmm. like some of us did grow out of it me probably scott too when we were like 14 chasing the the ladies you know and uh, uh I, will, I i i knew i wasn't cool i was like no, <laughs> nothing will change this me me ditching pokemon isn't gonna change this lame ass so i'm just sticking with it because I can't be bothered with the negative attitudes. So no. And and throughout high school, I I me and my now trans best friend, um, we pretended to date the entire way through high school so that we didn't have to bother with dating. 
So they, they were <laughs> they were getting trans and and I was like, yeah, I just can't be bothered. Uh, so <laughs> we just we just didn't. Uh, so I just I was just my lame old self, and so grateful that I didn't cave in the end. Hey, I you know what? Looking back, I wish I didn't either, because like that's what's one thing that's cool about this remake for me, the Diamond and Pearl one, because that was the era where I was like, yo, Pokemon's for for children like i can't be bothered by this and now it's like it, we get a remake and i get to like relive like i've played diamond yeah. and pearl since then but like i can play it a new version of it yeah. you can have that fresh perspective yeah for sure oh, so i think I'm, that's pretty i think that's pretty magical but uh if they don't give me dark ryan i don't give a shit about it like <laughs> oh my I, gosh dark, with this dark cry that's really all i hear about dark cry was so inaccessible for people who didn't have friends aka me um because I had nowhere, I had nobody to go. We had to get it in the UK. We had to go to a store and spend a certain amount of money. Hey, I was a kid. I didn't have no money. <laughs> uh, and I didn't have any friends to go to the stores with. And my parents wouldn't take me because they worked full-time jobs and they were busy humans. That's completely fair. And so I just never got Darkrai to this day. Well, it's time. It's Maxwell said he can give you his. He doesn't need it. He doesn't even like that Pokemon. What the? Oh, sweet. I'll take it. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> I don't give a shit who you are. That's my guy. He's like, he sits directly behind Evil Tall as one of my favorite Pokemon. All right. Oh, so good. You're so Evil Tall was one of those Pokemon that I really didn't like when I first saw it because I was like, it's why. <laughs> Like, like, why have you designed a Pokemon around a letter? Unknown. Um, you've already done that. We've done that. Um, and then, and I've just warmed to it over the years and been like, ah, you're a right guy. I love it. See, them. that's where my denseness paid off because I didn't realize that they were designed after letters until much later, um, well into the Sun and Moon era oh, wow. when somebody was like, yeah, somebody was like, yeah, Evil Tall's a Y. Like, that's why his name starts with Y. And that's, you know, x and y and i'm like oh my god you're right mind blown <laughs> it's like holy sh whoa that was a, that's, i love that that's what got that. me so back I'm... into pokemon was the mega the evolution x yeah x and y it yeah. was like well they bought you a new charizard and you 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 fell for the trap <laughs> well no <laughs> I, it was, I was i was i gave him two Charizards. <laughs> i was reading the, so i was reading the review right i was like looking into it because like the graphics look cool at the time you know because it was like the first 3d modeled like pokemon game and uh yeah. and i was like well besides coliseum and stuff like that but anyway so i was reading into it and they're like well on route like three you get a level 10 charizard you get to pick one of the original starters i was like bet going to <laughs> going to GameStop right now buying the game yeah. like let's go <laughs> <laughs> picked Y, it was fine. I didn't realize I picked the wrong one because I like the Mega Charizard X. I picked the uh, wrong one. And I was uh, like, ah, oh, shit. But this Evil Tall is cool. And ever since then, Evil Tall has been like one of the homies. And then I got yeah. it in a card game, and it just grew from there. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was super awesome. Just like this interview. Um, this interview has been incredible. That's what's gonna send you off. <laughs> Before I do, we do like, we got, I'm sure we got loads more to talk about, and I know it's really late for you. Um, I do appreciate you coming on. As I tell all of our guests, you are always welcome back, just not the next one. <laughs> but uh, I definitely appreciate you coming out, and um, yeah, 
And the floor is yours for any shout-outs and stuff like that. It's it's 2 a.m. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Shout-out to my cup of tea that got me through this. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I do appreciate you coming out. Shout-out to Pumpkin Amy. If you're not following her on Twitch, definitely do that. Like, if you're not already, why why haven't you? So I do appreciate you coming out, and it means a lot. Once again, special thanks to Pumpkin Amy, Amy Wasley, for coming on the pod. It means a lot. Uh, she's really blown up since June. That's insane. Like, <laughs> So uh, congratulations to her for getting partner and getting the cast limitless. I uh, hope the best for her in the future. That was an incredible interview, honestly. That was insane. What do you think, Scott? Uh, definitely one of the one of the funner ones that, excuse me, one of the funner ones that we've had. And we've had a lot of fun ones, so. Um, it's always interesting to hear people and uh, from different areas talk about stuff that you also know just from their like their different perspective. But um, I didn't want to call her out or anything like that. But I wanted to ask her like what the difference between a closet and a cupboard was, um, because I'm ignorant. So I feel like there's no difference. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> we should have <laughs> like asking Henry Brand about crocodiles or alligators <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick though, Chilling Rains was officially revealed. Not Chilling Rains. The Silver Lance and Jet Black Spirit were fully announced, and there's some bangers in this set. I'm super excited. We're gonna talk about a few of them. One of the, one of the first things I did want to bring up, and I wanted to get Scott's thing is. Greninja is not back. However, comma, there is a stage one Pokemon called Curlia that does the same thing as Frogadier. And it goes, you can do the uh, the water duplicates, aka Mirage step, to bring out up to three Curlias and put them on your bench. And they evolve into Gardevoir, which has that Arcana shine. Look at the top two cards of your deck, choose any basic energy, and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like, and put them into your hand. And then that Glade, I want to talk about this real quick, because they all go together. The Dynablade, two colorless energy. This attack does 60 damage times the number of your Pokemon V in play. Scott, what do you think of this as a deck? Oh, we uh... got to talk about the Gardevoir attack. Brainwave, 60 plus, 30 more damage attached to this Pokemon. So it's... Okay. So there, there you go. That's I wanted to make sure that 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 was mentioned there. Um, I think it has potential. Uh, the only thing that I can say that really like bothers me about it is the Glades attack um, hitting with your opponent's Pokemon V. I'm never been a fan of situational. Um, attacks. Now with this particular one, um, I do like it because you could opt to not play him and you could play the Gardevoir which is fine in her own right so um, it's not too terrible it's definitely a instant counter if it was a deck it's an instant counter to um, dark decks right so um, there one specifically that I'm thinking about um, I don't know I, I guess it's got potential I'm not going to spend much time um, trying to figure it out I Honestly. do I do wanna I do wanna uh say though, shout out to my boy Mitch Master. It's Gardevoir that can be playable, so you know he's gonna try and do something with it. Uh 
I think it has potential, honestly. Like, I definitely, when this set comes out, I want to try it. Um, just to see if we can make it work. It's just like... You know, it's that thing, you can get them, I guess, guardy hands now is what they're going to be called. But Greninja hands, where, like, your Curlias are prized, and, like, you only get, like, one or two out. And then, like, even the abilities, I don't... Like, for a deck like this, I don't think... Arcanist Shine's an insane ability, but I don't think that it's, like, as good as what Greninja could do. Because Greninja could, like, shut your opponent's deck down and then just spread damage everywhere. This one, yeah. the attack's, like, okay... Uh, it does 150 at the most, so it's like two-shotting everything, but like, and it's not even two-shotting, you may have to three-shot, you may have to play like some damage modifier, and then it comes down to bench space, like Dynablade, it, it smacks up Eternatus, but like, that's and it, you that's it, yeah, like, well, yeah, really. so it's like, it's good, but it's not like, great i i don't know i mean somebody could probably top a tournament with it though like while we're being real um i mean it, just like with anything if somebody spends enough time to refine it and makes it consistent enough it, it'll do well um it's just i don't think it's the most broken thing in this set which is really the killer of it you know yeah there's some insane cards like one one thing i wanted to talk about was peony the uh supporter card uh, oh my goodness Discard your hand, search your deck up for two trainer cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand. So it's greens, but without the ability, like, the, where you don't, you can have Pokemon with abilities in play. But you discard your hand, which that's fine. You can play it with Rose. You can grab the trainer you need, and then, like, for example, in Calyrex. I think this would be really good in, like, Shadow Rider Calyrex. You can do that. You can find the stadium to bump path to the peak and then like that fog crystal to like start accelerating energy and drawing cards which is super good um or you can just grab whatever you need to win the game like i don't know i like peony a lot uh we already talked about path to the peak uh, we talked about these energies um I'll i want to talk about something real quick not that it's any good but i want to talk about it just because it excites me um as a, a rotom player um they not reprinted Rotom because they're not tools, but the new cast forms are sweet, and I love that they exist. I don't know if you've looked at them at all. Oh, uh, they're the they're the tool cards, like the amount of tool cards in your discard the pile. Stadiums. So it's oh, if you it's have stadiums. eight or more stadium cards in your discard pile, ignore all energy of this Pokemon. Oh, bro, you are winning the stadium war if you're playing like... every time, bro. Um, but the coolest part about them being stadiums like that is you can play while they're still in format you can go ahead and you can play the uh uh the fairy one right you could play the uh the all the stupid you know prisma star one. Oh no you can't because they don't go in the discard never mind you can't do that i'm a bad player but they do attack for a lot more than the rotoms did you know they do 150 120 and then the other one does 20 to every pokemon in play so um could be good super not great, oh, yeah. um, not good, but definitely fun to play around with. Loses, it, lo loses to the best deck ever, or she pulled, but it's fine. Loses to almost every other deck ever, um, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they it's exist, and I love it. For sure, for um, sure. Uh, another one I wanted to talk about real quick, it's a V card that we haven't discussed. It's uh, And I think it's got some merit. It's my boy, Metagross... VMAX. Oh, this dude. Yeah, I was 
Magnetic pull, right? Search your deck for up to two cards and put them into your hand and shuffle your deck. This is huge because you can find whatever you need. You can also play that coding energy to eliminate your weakness and you have 330 HP. Yeah, you can buff this dude up to 360 with Big Charm. You could play Cheryl's if you want to. Like, this could be like a, an annoying stall deck for sure. <laughs> right. And if you can get them in the situation where they can't take him out of the active, um, Max Rush can, can yeah. do some damage. For too, like so. a metal and a colorless the next turn, you do it once and then you do it again, you're two-shotting. Like literally everything because you're doing 350. I think so this like could be strange, good. like... You play a stall deck, but the stall deck has an extra win con of being able to take six prizes if necessary. Um, yeah, it can hit I, I like, like a truck. I like I like Metagross a lot, honestly. I think it's going to be good. It's not my play style by any means because I'm not the control type. And sure, there's things like Marnie and stuff, but like, it's fine. It's you're you're okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you're... it's got it's got potential for sure. Um, one thing, since we're talking about a rapid strike card, right? Uh, let's take it back and take it back to a single strike card that we thought was super broken when we talked about it. Um, but a ruling just came out that changed everything, right? So impact energy is not searchable by Hondoom. It's not? BT dubs. It's not. Um, it came out in Japan. It's a ruling in Japan. It's a bad wording in English um, because they capitalize everything. There's all this back and forth. But apparently... Hondoom only searches out that one energy, period. Not single strike type energy. So it literally has to be that one energy that Hondoom searches out. It does not search out impact energy in Japan. Now, when it comes over here, who knows? It may They may just be like, yeah, we messed up. Here's the ruling. This is our format. We're different than Japan. So you could have it. But as of right now, it's not looking good, guys, because they don't normally do that. So... uh it's still a great energy, not as good as previously thought about. Well, yeah, it, it it depends on the ruling on that. If it's if it's you can search your deck for a single strike energy, it's pretty good. Like if Houndoom can search this out, it's pretty good. But if it if it can't, if it's only the other single strike energy, then it's it's still good for single strike decks because it's a rainbow energy, essentially. For single strike Pokemon, I mean that's always good, but like, it's not as good because you can't search it out. But we'll see. We'll see what they say. We'll hold that one. We'll we'll sit that to the side. That'll that'll be in our like bulk. We need to keep up. Oh, there is a single strike Pokemon I did want to talk about. I I skipped over him and I said I wouldn't, but I really like this guy. <laughs> it's my boy Quillfish, single strike oh, Quillfish. Man. This dude. This dude. Is the ultimate do you have boss Pokemon. Especially <laughs> in like E-Turn, bro. You put this dude up. Into the active when you whiff that energy. And you're like, hit him. And they're like, well, I don't have boss. So I guess I gotta hit him. And he can just sit there. Because it's not bursting balloons where he gets bumped off. It's not anything. He's a, he's a basic Pokemon, and his ability Burst Needle. If this Pokemon is your active Pokemon and is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack, put six damage counters on it. So it's a Bursting Balloon sitting in your active that only gives up one prize. So you still got to go the seven prize game, essentially, 
if they knock this out. They got to go 3-2. I like him. I like him a lot. He's I, a dark type, too. I mean, that's fun in theory, but they always have boss. So. Well, yeah. I um, mean, in IRL events, it's good. <laughs> you go Quillfish Marnie. Like, they're sitting there like, I really don't want to hit this thing. And then it buys you a turn. Or if they hit into it, E-Turn can knock you out, bro, because they're doing 330. It's good. Um, I like Seismitoad, sort of. Other than the fact that it's a stage two, Seismitoad is pretty good. Um, it's for 60, and then during your opponent's next turn, the defending Pokemon's attacks cost one colorless more, and the retreat costs one colorless more. So I can see this definitely going in some of those stall variants. Yeah. Which, that's why another reason I like Metagross, though. I'm not saying, like, they would work hand-to-hand, -hand, but, like, Metagross can find your candies and, you know, whatever you need. Like, I like Metagross a lot. Uh, Another Pokemon I want to talk about before I get into the... um, Before I get into the trainers for the Rapid Strike uh, line is Greedent. Prevent all effects of your opponent's item and supporter cards that would discard energy from your Pokemon or return them from your from your Pokemon to your hand or deck. Literally, the crushing hammer counter. <laughs> like, <laughs> Does it have to be active or anything like that, though? No, he can sit on the bench, bro. Oh, broken. Bro, isn't that insane? <laughs> like, the only thing is, if, if this was a basic, bro, every deck. Every deck not named E-Turn would play this, bro. But it... You gotta you gotta fit him in your deck, and but it's one of those things. It's like if Crushing Hammers was big, just play this guy. Like, oh yeah. But if it's not, you're fine. Crushing Hammers not big, so you're chilling. Like Can right you imagine now, this in a format where Ditto Prisma Star existed. Oh my god. Oh my god, that would be insane. That would be like legitimately insane. I would love every minute of that. <laughs> Uh, so, and then the last two things I wanted to really talk about, um, when we got the, when we got the homies, we'll probably go more in depth on this, but I wanted to bring these two supporters up because I love them. Well, I love one of them and I like one. Caitlin, put as many cards from your hand as you like to the bottom, on the bottom of your deck in any order, then draw for each card you put on the bottom of your deck. I love this card a lot. You literally can like... You can, I don't know, do whatever with it. Like, you can, if you have a dead hand, like a complete dead hand, and you don't want to discard them, you want to save them for later, but, like, you want you want a fresh hand, but you want to save them for later. Or, like, you have a few cards you want to get rid of. Like, there's so many options with Caitlyn as a supporter, and I love it. Like, like uh, I, it's a reprint, right? Is it? Yeah, I think it was plasma something plasma blast i don't yep plasma blast there you go this was a card before yep black and white plasma blast uh same set that uh Rizian ex and genesect ex came out in was it played back then nope oh that's a shame but the format was much different we had sigmore and and um, you had n you don't, you know, we don't we don't have and and then I think like when stamps gone like this is going to be like I don't know I think this is going to be really good. I like this card a lot. I think it could see some play. Maybe like a one or two of 
Maybe, yeah, I, I like Caitlyn a lot. I also did he P- execute back then. Yeah, that's true. He did have execute. Just free cards to draw. Yeah. Yeah. Peonia is the other supporter I wanted to talk about. Choose uh, up, to th- up to three price cards into your hand, and then choose that many cards in your hand. Put them face down as your price cards. So you get to pick your price cards. Yeah, essentially. You just you know you prize something, so you need it. So now you could play the supporter and get it out of your prizes, and then you could set up your prizes because it doesn't even say it doesn't even say shuffle them. It just no. says put them face down. So, yeah, that's pretty broken. Yeah. That is, it's pretty good, especially in like those decks that play a ton of one. I think I saw Sander Wolgic, or I, I think I said his name right, talk about how he can play like all these, uh, all these one of cards and then just use Peonia, which is totally true. You can play some one of techs that you're afraid of prizing and then play a Peonia and then like you're chilling. I like Peonia. I don't love it because it's like very specific on what kind of decks you want to play with it but i like it i i I think it's a cool uh card we have in the coming up in the format but i don't want to get too much into it Uh, i'm gonna wait for some of the boys to come back and we'll have like really theory craft and what decks are going to be good when chilling rains comes out because there's a lot to discuss and we had that banger interview so uh we're gonna go ahead and move on to players cup four it is coming like i think in a week I think it's like next week, Players Cup 4 is coming. And uh, I think I'm going to do all 50 with Urshipult. <laughs> um, I think as, um, as silly as it sounds, because it's what I did last time, I think I'm just going to make the run at it, try to finish all my game- games again. Uh, I want to make day two this time, but I think because, you know, solidarity is a thing and you're my brother i think uh despite having played no games thus far with it i think i'm gonna make uh 50 keys with the same deck one or two oh we're gonna play the same deck. i think oh. i'm also playing oh you're gonna play your deck no, no no i think i'm playing your deck no it's your deck bro it's your oh deck. that's right i made it yeah you made um, it you made it you made it but I, th- I think that's only right because uh you know, it gave me the drive to finish the first one, and I think that's what it's going to take to finish the second one. So, hopefully, I do um, well. Uh, I, it's kind of weird thinking I'm going to do Players Cup and not have Etern on my side, but uh, your boys love an Urshipult. I don't know why. I'll probably play that till Chilling Rains comes out. I always find one deck and just play it for the end of the days. And. So that'll be Players Cup 4's comment. Make sure you log in before they start releasing them keys so you can get your keys. And, uh, yeah, cash prizing's on the line. So uh, let's get it. So there's that. And then uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about before we close this out is um, I made a tweet last week, or it was a couple days ago, and I wanted to bring this up because it's a big thing we do in this channel. Sometimes we forget when we have all this fun. And it's big for me too is um this is kind of like an announcement i talked about this like i said on twitter it's kind of like an announcement but like not really because i hope nothing changes is since i got out of the military i was diagnosed with depression and anxiety um i don't want to go like i'll be as transparent as possible with the situation if you want a one-on-one chat we can talk about it um but shit got real deep back in the day and um that's why i do what i do here and i'm bringing all this up because after being diagnosed for five years 
Uh, I finally got put on medication for it. And a lot of people know, some may not know, that when you are put on medication for stuff like this, your drive to do things until it works itself out can really be hampered. And um, I just want you guys to know that this train, this machine will run as long as I can. But if it slows down a little bit, I'm just figuring things out. And then we'll be like, right when when I'm ready to, like, we'll be back in full swing. So, like, I just wanted to get that out there in case, like, anything drops. Because I don't know. I don't know how I'll react with medications and stuff like that. Because I've never done it. So, I wanted to bring that up. And also let you guys know that if you are suffering as well and need somebody to talk to, we are always here. And we will always be here. That's what we do. We have fun. We roast each other. We talk shit. But at the end of the day, when somebody's really struggling, pick them up. And that's what we're here for. Scott, I don't know if you wanted to have anything to say about that, but I wanted to bring that up because I felt like it was important. Um, I mean, no, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, you're, you're finally getting what, you know, should have got like, like five fucking years ago, but whatever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's unfortunately, that's the sad truth of the system that both me and Maxlow have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, it's just the negative sides of some of the more positive things that have come about. It's free. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't, can't complain. Um, with that being said, just like Maxwell said, if you're ever struggling or anything like that, um, I know that recently I've been struggling a ton and it's funny that Maxlow was, uh, it's not funny. Um, but that's ironic to have or ironic. Uh, Maxlow was talking to me about his medication and things like that. And I was like giving him like advice as to what to expect. And at the same time I had run out of my medication and then was off of it and then had to, you know, go back on it. And so I was struggling with literally the same things that I was telling him about <laughs> and didn't know how to tell anybody. So I was like, Basically, while I was explaining it to him, kind of like coaching myself through it at the same time. So he didn't know it, but he helped me out a ton there. I had no um, problem, bud. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But no, that's it's it's a big thing. Uh lots of people struggle with different things. And uh I guess it's it's nice to be transparent and let you guys know that we also struggle with it. Um, but as much as we try to be there for you, just be mindful and respectful if things do slow down while you know, um, because quite frankly, Maxlow runs a vast majority of this. So if he slows down, I'm I'm gonna try to be there to make sure that he's on top of it. But you know, with due respect, I gotta show respect, right? So um, if it slows down, it slows down. Be there for us, I guess. Um, just just we'll understand, like the train's you. not gonna ever stop, but it may it may sputter a little bit. But don't worry about it. With that being said, you guys hear that, you know what time it is. <laughs> it's time to close this bitch out. Harper's bedtime, bro. <laughs> All right, Scott, you got any plugs or shout-outs or anything before we yeah, get going? Kalday.com for all your merch needs. Um, like I said, anything we sell until the week after uh, Life is Just a Game airs, um, I guess that's an important thing to throw out right now, will be donated directly, um, minus the cost of the product. Um, and Keep donating to the GoFundMe. Um, we've raised 150. Wow, 150. Yeah, I was like, 
I should have the actual number up, but I it's it's 150, um, which is fantastic. I really would like to hit 1500. Um, no cap. Um, obviously, don't no, donate if you cannot, but support us in other ways by being there and being a friend. Um, and then uh, let's have a good event there. And that's pretty much all I got. Add me on Twitter at FluTK1 and uh, cash me outside. How about that? First and foremost, I do want to shout out the boys, uh, Danny House, Mitch Master, and all the people for holding it down for the Glimwood Challenge number six last week. Uh, I appreciate it. Glimwood Challenge seven will be this Thursday. Make sure you sign up. Link in the description below. I also stream uh, Sundays. You know the deal. Go ahead and uh, hit that bad boy up real quick. Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays for glimwood sometimes and then fridays for hexters uh so sundays are pimp days make sure you uh if you want to be a part of that sub to the twitch channel you also get free entry to glimwood challenge and uh yeah life is just a game this saturday it'll either be aired on saturday or pre-recorded for you guys for a better production uh it just depends on what we want to do and what you guys want to do so we're gonna have that available for you guys and um yeah, other than that, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, MaxFlowTCash, you know the deal. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.